0: This is Hawks Eye Guns Podcast. Hello and welcome to another fine edition of Eye Guns Podcast. And uh, this week we thought we'd uh, roll out a a show for you guys. Here we have had a bunch of stuff happen on the guns front. Uh, not so much for new guns I have purchased. I have stayed strong, um, and by strong I mean broke, and I have I'm saving my money for for March when when this man comes to join me. Hopefully, um, I have a comment to, on that too. To, to, go to, to go to a gun show, I uh, I. There was a gun show that happened, I guess, uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was, it was kind of funny because it's the way I find myself like bargaining with my other half, much in the same way that like 1950s wives bargained with their <laughs> husband like oh no it's a new department store it's just it's just up there's no telling what kind of deals we could find i'm like baby it's a new gun show this is the first one they've ever had at the texas motor speedway the The gun shows in the pit garages there's no telling what kind of deals we're gonna find and uh yeah so i i did go to that and and uh use my coupon and uh, waited outside in the in the Texas, like the, it's in the infield of the Texas. Like the, testosterone drips from the walls, right, right in front of the the gun show. There's like skid marks of NASCARs, and people and the doing burnout,
1: people oh, doing burnouts and donuts.
0: Yeah, oh, it's so great. Everything smells like burnt rubber and alcohol fuel. You know, it's it's just great. Um, you can see the tire marks up on turn one. You know the pole is sitting right there you know the the pole position for the for the races and stuff it's just it's and then you go inside and there's freaking guns everywhere it was it was amazing so i had i had to go at the time i had i don't know twenty three dollars in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> so unless it was like a piece of a gun. I didn't think I was going to buy anything, so I have I have not purchased. I have remi- the way I'm explaining it to my wife. I have remained strong and not purchased any more firearms since the last cast.
1: Well, I actually recently had an opportunity. It was just this past weekend to go to what passes for a gun show in the in the state of Delaware. <laughs> I even sent Sean a picture of it just because I thought it was. It, 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 it,
0: it,
1: <laughs> was it, I mean, it, it was in a Shriners Temple. There were maybe 30 tables in the place, and about 20% of them actually had anything on them.
0: Like two of the tables, I'm looking at this picture now. Two of the tables have nothing on them but a T-shirt.
1: It, and and the worst part about it is is that most of the stuff there that's, this time weren't even guns. It was primarily knives. Um,
0: I don't understand how this – did you have to pay to get into this event? Five bucks. You're kidding.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it, it goes to a good cause. It's the Shriners. They have um, this
0: much stuff outside the gun show for free.
1: <laughs> well, and the other thing is is that I, I go because the, the dealer I purchased from is there, and every once in a while he's got some specials going on or something of that nature. And, um, you know, yeah, I I have a few words for you. ZZ Scorpion Evo Mini. <laughs> uh, he, he's got a guy who works for me. He's a, a really nice African-American gentleman who, uh, as with most of the people there, really know my soft points. And I saw him... When we I was walking in, he was walking in as well, and he just started. And he goes like, ooh, "Ooh, ooh, what you gonna buy today?" I'm like, ah, "I don't think I'm gonna buy anything." He's like, "Yes, you are. Yeah, yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. We just well, he goes, I I I know what you're gonna buy." And I went, uh, I was like, look, I just bought the H and K from you. I no, I I, I don't have any money." And he went, it, 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 "We'll we'll work it out."
0: Oh man, he's <laughs> got, got your fucking number. <laughs> so.
1: I walk back to the table with him and he pulls out this uh, uh, CZ scorpion Evo mini, which is a, um, a it's a it's technically
0: a pistol <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. On it's on Jake it. bait that's what it is <laughs> Well the
1: other thing is is that it's not exactly inexpensive by any stretch of the imagination
0: does like all those words together doesn't sound cheap.
1: <laughs> no, and 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 the funny thing is, is that the uh, the the owner is looking at me, going, "So you so you want this?" And I went, "I want it, but I can't afford it." He goes, "Well, you you know how I work. You know, you can do the layaway." And I went, "Yeah, but this one's expensive. It's going to take a long time for me to pay it off, and I don't. I'd feel bad having you make keep all that cash uh, tied up. You know." He goes, "Well, you know, we can always get you another one." <laughs>
0: Oh man, he has so <laughs> dialed you in, homie.
1: <laughs> so um, I looked at my way, you know, um I said I, I started talking going, okay, no, well then good, put it aside for me. And I said, no 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 don't put it aside for me. If somebody actually shows up and offers you cash for it, take it and we'll work something out later on and you I went back and forth a couple of times, and so basically where this thing got left at was that when I got back into town, I'd stop in and see him and see if we could figure something out. <laughs>
0: he is so dialed you in, man. <laughs> it's
1: it's it's a it's a neat little gun to the point where I'm figuring i I'm actually thinking if I can't find a way to afford it that I might actually trade in my little um, uh, AR nine millimeter pistol for it.
0: Wow. That's uh, th- strong talk for you, well, sir.
1: Because this thing will fold up and fit into a backpack. <laughs>
0: priorities, priorities. Exactly. <laughs>
1: you know, to, to you know, I can I can get the AR pistol in a backpack, but I have to disassemble it. So, which means, in order to you know access it again, you have to put it back together real quick. <laughs> uh, th- this thing, all you have to do is you know unfold the arm brace, and you're you're ready to go.
0: Oh yeah, I've just pulled it up. That's a sweet looking ride, man. Look at that thing.
1: Yeah, and, and then and then look at the MSRP, and you'll realize why Ooh. I'm going. I really shouldn't be doing Ooh, this. Yeah, <laughs> see,
0: I could buy many shotguns in my range for that. Yeah, there yeah, is, is uh
1: my 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 pistol trading will probably cover half of that.
0: Yeah, it's this isn't cheap. This is no. not on the cheap side. No. By any stretch of the measure, <laughs> like there's somebody looks at that and goes, "Yeah, give me four of those." You know, like no,
1: uh, yeah. So, so th- this is back where we start talking about the the quote unquote drug addiction that is firearms.
0: Oh man, you know, I, I, I it, conversely, I sent Jake a a picture like when he sent me that. I'm like, this is what passes for a gun. I happen to be at a gun show. Uh, The same day, because it was, uh, you know, Bono wanted to go, so, you know, what am I going to do, let him go by himself? It's all his fault. This is what a gun show looks like on on my end. You know, everything the light touches, Simba, is full (laughs) of guns. (laughs) You know, it's like... You know, like a an acre under roof, and you know, eight hundred thousand tables worth of stuff. You couldn't even really see it because it was so densely packed. You could just see the lights on the top going forever on the picture. And I was just like, "Yeah, he's gonna lose his damn mind." So, what we did is we are planning a a Hoxsey Guns uh, gun show outing in March. And, I'm looking.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I think the hardest part of the whole thing is going to be it, it, is the fact that being the fact that I'll be out of state is the difficulty in purchasing something.
0: Oh, no, we could. Well, all we have to do is, like, send it or, you know, take it to my local uh, my local dealer. And he's fucking he, he can send it for you. <laughs> Just, I, I, I,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'll uh, say it, it can get sent up to the place where I pick stuff up. So but
0: <laughs> or you could road warrior down here, road warrior back and go home with a trunk of guns.
1: Just for no other reason, since I know we were talking about going shooting while I was down there, is I'm thinking of road warrioring it down just so that I can bring my toys with me.
0: Oh, that is awesome!
1: I, I, <laughs> I, 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 as much driving as I do, I think I can make it 15 before I'm going to have to kind of go. Eh, I
0: think I'm going to have to sleep for a little bit.
1: <laughs> Now I could pull off into a rest stop and actually just cuddle with my guns in the back of the car. But...
0: You could, and they are snuggly. You know, and keep you warm. It's nice. <laughs>
1: it's
0: nice. You get a good warm feeling from those. Uh, you know, at, at, look. All I'm saying is, is if you haven't been to a gun show down south, they are a different experience down here, and it's very super friendly. And I try to explain that because people ask all the time, and I actually fielded this question from a friend of mine who uh, he had started listening to the show and everything, and I was like, oh, man, that's really cool. He's like, why do you, like, how, how many got and he didn't understand the the logic or the, the uh, rationale behind why I have so many. And I'm like, okay, this is very simple to understand. You know, a lot of people treat guns as in like I have a gun, I bought a gun, it's the gun I can use, so you don't need to take care of it forever and you have a gun, right? Yes. But the and and there's nothing wrong with that. But I look at guns much like car flippers look at cars, right? Like there's no one gun that's perfect, right? Because there's no one car that's perfect. You know, I like a a Ferrari Dino, I like a Testarossa, I like a Lamborghini, I like a Corvette, I like a truck, I like a van, I like all kinds of stuff. But just one vehicle would probably, if I had the money, would not be enough. That would like I would have one for every situation. Guns is very similar.
1: Well, and you're you're looking at it like a car flipper. I look at it more like Jay Leno looks at cars. You know, I've I, I've got you know two firearms that are generally my day to day carries. Other than that, I've got you know three others. And do I really need the three others? N- n- well, yes, for me I do. But <laughs> yes, um, you know the, the the common term once you start getting into firearms is how many do you need? Whatever you have plus one.
0: Yes, just at least one more. <laughs>
1: at least one more well, well no because the moment you buy another one you're still what at you least one more plus one
0: yeah exactly at least one more it's always that's the answer at least one more uh because you don't want to limit yourself maybe you need two more uh, maybe you need one more but as soon as you get one more you realize that you need just one more uh that's for me because they had asked you know like how many guns have you had i said eh, in the last couple of years i've probably rolled about 50 that i have owned uh, through the house. And they're like, How many do you own now? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really want to know for sure.
1: <laughs> because if you know for sure,
0: you have to admit it. Then I have to tell her how many that yeah, is. So right then, right
1: right right now you can honestly say I'm I don't not know. quite sure. I'm not
0: quite you sure. Know. I know how much it's you know you're lying. It's more than twelve and less than twenty. How's that? Um, <laughs> it's somewhere in that range. Uh, so I, uh... see,
1: I, see, I don't think I have enough places to hide them in my house. For oh God, I 20. got
0: them stashed everywhere. Yeah,
1: I live in a townhouse. I got a safe downstairs, and I sneak them in and out to the safe when I actually do the trade-ins here and there. And it's always like, no, 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 baby, it's okay. I I just traded one in. It's cool. The beautiful. Had some st- <laughs> I, I had some store credit. <laughs>
0: Let's see. See, that's that. I, I, Shannon knows I don't have any store credit. Um, no self respecting gun, <laughs> gun seller would give a few <laughs> <dark credit. laughs> you store know, credit. They're not that stupid. Uh, but I do roll, and I do this on purpose, and, and I'm letting this out because I know that she will never listen to the cast. Sometimes I will put empty gun cases, like walk some soft cases out to the trunk. And then just walk back in with them later on that day after I've done some errands. And then, But I'm walking in with a different case. Empty? Yeah. Oh, Both of them are empty. Like, there's one in the car. There's I take one out to the car, bring a different one back. and So she really gets used to seeing me drag cases in and out of the house. So when I go to a gun yeah. show...
1: Yeah, no, but what I have to do every once in a while is walk out with a case, it being empty, put it in the back of the car, leave, come home, show her that it's now empty
0: and it now looks like you got rid of one absolutely this is entirely what i do and then so, and sometimes you'll go and bring empty cases out going I'm going to sell some guns she has no idea she doesn't know what guns she got. i could explain what they, i could tell her what guns they are she still wouldn't know what the hell they are <laughs> come back with hey traded in some guns sold two bought two you know i didn't sell shit <laughs> i did that i did do that for a couple of times back uh, about a year and a half ago when i was out of control and uh, it it did that did happen. I wound up with with over well a lot. It it started with twos and it wasn't in the low twos. Um, I I probably had <laughs> close to thirty, and uh, I was like, mm, this may be too many. Like you couldn't. I ceased to run out of closets and under the beds and lockers and you know safes and cases and i just started had to like stacking them against the wall
1: when you have to start hiding them under your kid's bed you know you've gone too far
0: <laughs> this may have gone like and it's not good i like shannon tripped over one once and i was like okay we we may have too many it's it's like that though i mean it's it's like i i keep the ones i really really like there's a couple that i i won't sell like my wingmaster uh i won't sell right now and and i say right now and uh, my my Smith & Wesson uh, Model 1000, love that gun. It's one of my new favorites. Won't, probably won't sell that. Pretty much everything else is up for grabs. <laughs> you know, it's like if I find something severely cool or somebody to offer me enough money for it, I will flip it. Uh, so it's it's like one of those. And it's a mentality that I've unfortunately gotten pretty used to. Because I'd love to do that same thing with cars, but you can't really do it with cars unless you have a lot more money than I have. Oh and, yeah. And it takes a lot more time. Um, guns, fairly simple to do, right? There's a there's a top end for me on guns, right? So I mean, yeah. there's there's a zone I don't go above. Um, cars, that zone is much much higher, right? Even to get in and out of a basic cars, it's it's many thousands of dollars guns i can i i mean i've never paid more than six hundred dollars for a gun in my life ever
1: actually at this point uh okay i made it to 650 once but yeah other than that they're usually about four or five hundred bucks
0: right because you you know you trade and you do some other stuff and you know you find deals or like me I buy the you know ones that hardly even function as a firearm sometimes they don't function as a firearm uh, when I buy them um, they look I'm not, like I'm I'm not, I'm not that lucky <laughs> that's because you don't go to the right shows I'm telling you man what do you what do you I mean it, and it's not every show that you find like great stuff I mean it's not like everybody's got you know you can come down to Texas and find a bazillion guns at, at fifty dollars a show. it doesn't work like that. But if you go to shows regularly and, and especially down here, there's always at least one or two. Three, uh, possibly, that not only can you afford it's in condition you like, but it's available and at a price you can deal with. Yeah, there's yeah. always a couple. Um that show you showed me on the in the picture uh, not it, so it, much.
1: Yeah. No, it was it was literally pathetic.
0: it was just funny
1: even even for delaware shows it was pathetic
0: you're like this is just people paid money for this (laughs) (laughs) uh there were people there you will lose your freaking mind (laughs) i'm
1: i'm looking forward to it
0: oh it'll be so good
1: (laughs) Speaking of people losing their minds, have you seen any videos of the governor of Virginia losing his mind over the fact that his
0: gun stuff is not succeeding? I have not seen any of the videos. I saw the article that you posted earlier, but no. What I mean, like, what happened uh, over there? He, he, he,
1: well, there are several le- pieces of legislature uh, going on in the state of Virginia, which we've talked about before, and it's basically trying to make just about everything unavailable. I mean, semi-automatics would – under some of the wording of some of the laws, even though that's not what they're talking about, uh, wanting to get rid of, a semi-automatic pistol would therefore become illegal. Wow. The other thing that they're making that they were proposing was not simply – that nobody would be grandfathered in. There would be no such thing as grandfathering You'd have a certain period of time to turn them in, and that was for things like magazines and stuff like that, not necessarily the handguns or or any firearm, actually – I take that back. Assault weapons and ARs were all on the list of things that, if you didn't turn in, get rid of, show that you've gotten rid of in a certain period of time, that it would be a felony to continue
0: to have them. I can't imagine that was popular in Virginia.
1: Um, it depends on where you were. You know, in, in the more suburban areas, the answer is yes, but there's a lot of rural in Virginia that went hell no. Um, and, we, and the other part we talked about is it was so hell no that even some of the local law enforcement uh, groups, uh, sheriff's departments, et cetera, has had declared themselves uh, Second Amendment sanctuary areas, that they were tell, just basically saying, you know, you can make these laws. We are not going to enforce them. Um, but the interesting part about it is, is as of today, uh, the main piece of it, which was the weapons ban, uh got voted out in uh, committee. Even the thing that got it really interesting was that some of the more liberal uh, state senators were the ones who voted it down. Wow. Uh, and the, the one things that they are going forward with, which, eh, you know, are a pain in the ass, but is the thing with the background checks, the red flag laws, and the fact that you can only buy one firearm a month. Uh, with that said, the idea of simply banning things has just gotten shot down. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, the other <laughs> part about it is – well, I mean the, the, the part is is that uh, the governor of Virginia was also uh, being interviewed uh, on the news today, and it, he was almost in tears talking about how terrified he was of what might happen over the next year while he tries to redo the legislation. Uh, I, I, I I didn't know what to say. I'm just sitting there looking at it going, but d- dude. You're you're almost crying on TV.
0: <laughs> what o- o- do
1: o- over o- over a status quo. I I just I don't it, know. It's not, you know I can understand him crying if they decided that kindergartners could hold nuclear weapons. I can get that. Or they'll, Basically. like,
0: institute mandatory Hunger Games for anyone under 13.
1: Yeah, no, I, that that I can understand. But he was that emotional over the fact that, you know, he couldn't get it to change the way he wanted it to.
0: Well, yeah, because that way's stupid. Um, I, <laughs> I really don't like the one-gun-a-month thing. That's really going to put a damper on my activities. But then again, I'm not in Virginia either, so no. uh, that's that's a thing. But, but still, I... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think that that would put any. I,
1: it, look, I mean, as time is going on and things become a little bit more, for lack of a better term, towards the left-leaning and liberal side, You know, we're going to see as time's passed a little bit more regulations on how many you can buy, where you can buy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and you're seeing some acceptance of that. I disagree with it, but you are seeing some acceptance of that. What really kind of caught everybody off guard with the Virginia thing, which is I think more of what everybody voted against, was the idea of making things that you already possess a felony to own. Yeah. The idea, And then then the idea is because the urban talking so far is when some of the places where the local law enforcement is saying that they would not enforce it, of calling in the National Guard. And and this is not an exaggeration. They were talking about the National Guard coming into people's homes and taking away their firearms.
0: Yeah, the minute you talk about that, then, you know, but, but, but you're in Virginia. Th- They're going to, like, where do you think the phrase take to the hills came from?
1: But but even if above and beyond the idea of taking firearms, what people actually were voting against was the idea that the the federal government could come into your home and take things that are ostensibly your property without any sort of due process or anything of that nature. They were just going to knock on the door and say, give them over or go to jail. Right. And and so it, at, at that point in time, it doesn't matter what it is.
0: Yeah. You're done. You know, you're done. Uh I I really don't think I don't I don't know what gets in your head, uh you know, that like you can if you look at the way they did it in 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 places where they did get their way and they did get all the guns removed, it was it was uh, it was a slide, right? It was a very slow momentum gaining slide. Not a an yes. abrupt you know turn of the wheel it just it wasn't that that restrictive and and now i mean you're you're seeing now some things you know it's not that i don't believe because there are people and and like you can listen to the nra and i get their magazines and stuff like that and i'm still a card carrying member of the nra i believe in their stuff and i believe you know that that we do need to look out for for these kind of things however um I do believe that there are things commercially available on the market today that we don't need, you know, um, like an AK forty-seven that is basically an AK forty-seven <laughs> with a very easily changeable mechanism. The only thing that is separating it from the, you know, the the commercially available version from a weapon of war, that's a problem for me you know um that's it's like hmm uh you know <laughs> shotgun I'll, I'll pick on my buddies you know um shotguns i you don't need a 50 round banana clip for 12 gauge shotguns you know i can see a reason <laughs> for the police to have them
1: you know okay, okay okay you've seen the 50 round banana clips for a shotgun that's ridiculous police officer wouldn't carry that because you couldn't get anywhere with it
0: no well of course neither can anyone else i mean it's uh, I mean, have you held a box of shells? That's two boxes of shells hanging from the middle of your gun. You're not going (laughs) to be able to hit anything. But at the same time, I can understand the reason or the need for a police officer to have a 25-round 12-gauge shotgun clip or 15-round 12-gauge shotgun clip, um, both for firing uh, regular shells and, you know, maybe uh, beanbag rounds. And stuff like that, where you're doing riot control guns or something like that, where you need to reload quickly. I can see the reason for um, police to have those. Absolutely, I can. Yeah. If you want to tell me you're hunting with it, I don't believe you. <laughs> if you want to tell me that you're going to pound 15 rounds in a home invasion situation, I would say move out of the ghetto. Okay? Like
1: My, my, my home invasion shotgun carries five shells.
0: Yes, mine as well.
1: And, 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 I, and I follow the cheese um, oh, why am I uh, Buckshot, Buckshot, Buckshot Yes. <laughs>
0: Dave Chappelle
1: Dave Chappelle. I follow the Dave Chappelle thing After You've that, got, the uh, gun's
0: Jamaican <laughs> Birdshot, Buckshot Birdshot yep. and after that, the gun's Jamaican <laughs> I love it I love Chappelle's tra- stuff on, you know, his take on things, but um there's no reason for that i I, at least i don't see it i have not had anybody explain to me other than the fact that it's cool and they want it which is honestly you you know you mean you mean
1: you don't want to put that on a semi-auto and take out 15 clays at once
0: you couldn't you couldn't do that you first of all you couldn't get back on target after you know like the it's gonna push you in a circle um the, the other thing is like you you like, they'd have to be throwing clays It's such a ra- I mean, it'd just be this mist of confusing crap that could, Like, you couldn't hit anything like that. Um, so, it's, it's not a sporting thing. It's not a hunting thing. And it's really kind of not a defense thing. Um, defense is... Like, if you can't get it done in five rounds of 12-gauge in a home invasion situation...
1: You're not going to
0: you're like shit has turned bad for you and things are not going to go well for you anyway. All right. Statistic like any statistic you want to look up. It's like it's going to work out like that. So I know the reason they did it. Right. I know the reason because that's always like the biggest thing that people wrote in about that. They didn't buy a shotgun for is It didn't have enough. You know, it, it didn't carry enough ammunition on it to replace something like a pistol so they were competing against pistols I totally get that I get that it's cool I get that people like replacing clips I totally get that but there's no reason you need high capacity magazines for a 12 gauge shotgun, you just don't all right? there's no real reason for it um, easily convertible machine guns um, which uh, an AK-47 is one and exa- and, uh, a fabulous example of that that is a weapon of war that is the it's small arms weapon of war. Period. Yeah. So we do you need that in civilian life? No. And I know that's not going to be a popular saying either. Ted Nugent is like upset somewhere. <laughs> all right, I get that. Totally get it. <laughs> and I love Ted Nugent to death, man. I I think he's the ch- he's just just cool. But well,
1: If if I I'll go ahead and explain my opinion on this one, and it's going to be one of those walk with me sort of moments. Uh, because it's more of a constitutional concept and more of a slippery slope concept as to why I don't like all of this. I mean, it's, a, it's above and beyond the fact that I have my property, my things that I own, sure. and I really don't wish to give them up. Uh, you know, But anybody who wants to try to come up with some strange interpretation of the Second Amendment as to where the comma was and some sort of bullshit like that, it, it's, just, it, it's just that. It's bullshit. The thing says, flat out, will not infringe. So the problem that bothers me is is the fact that if we're going to ignore that what else are we willing to ignore? I mean it, 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 at what point in time you you already have people now talking about whether or not we're going to start getting rid of the first amendment because you've got hate speech out there. Sure. Um I, I don't like the idea that people are are nasty to each other, but once again you do have a constitutional right to be a dickhead in this country. Um, so, the, the idea that we just start ignoring those things and start being okay with the fact that we're ignoring those things—that's what bothers me.
0: I would have much less problem if, if what they did is they said, you know, that that document, much like. And I'm going to make this. Well, uh,
1: well, let me me, I'll interrupt you one more time, because I think I know to some extent where you're going. The other thing that goes on to this is the fact that the document that you're talking about is does have a mechanism of change. If if there is a mechanism built within it to change it, because, you know, as much as everybody wants to talk about the intentions of the founding fathers, uh, one of the things that they were smart enough to realize is that times would change. Absolutely, and, there, and there's a mechanism of change. If they followed that mechanism of change, I wouldn't like it, but I'd agree with it.
0: Well, and and along that same thing, I mean, that document was written over 200 years ago. In fact, 200 years ago on my birthday. Well, damn, bicentennial baby. So, it I I get it. You know, it was it's older. Weapons have changed. And it's a bit outdated. Much like, and I'm going to make this analogy. And it's a thankful. I'm very thankful no one listens to this show, but I'm going to make this thing like, it,
1: it, it, you're Sean. You're going to piss off our two listeners.
0: I know, like both of them. <laughs> Sorry, everyone from Oregon who listen. The nice people from Oregon who listen to our show. <laughs> I love you guys. Just hang with me. Just give me like give me two minutes here. Um, like every... <laughs> the,
1: the, you're going to insult the nice woman who, turn, who was nice enough to pay us Before she turned into a dog
0: <laughs> I am the keymaster. Um, now I, all I can think of Ghostbuster quotes now oh. Sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unfortunately it's kind of one of those things That I think both of our listeners will know Is that if you throw a movie quote at a movie guy
0: oh, it, it just goes from there Just like how can we respond to this Call it fate Call it karma. <laughs> I'm going to make this analogy and and walk with me. Like, I promise you guys, I'm going to walk it right back around. We don't do everything that is listed in the Bible anymore either. There's all kinds of stuff that have been updated for modern society that we don't do anymore that was an accepted rule of It was society. all downhill from the apple. Yeah. <laughs> it's all downhill. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of that, okay? This document was written 200 years ago, I realized that firearms have changed in that time. Okay? When that, and that's always the big argument that, like, like liberal, like, anti gun liberals use, right? Is, is, and I'm getting way more political than I normally do in this cast, but, um, that's always the thing. They, oh, they were talking about flintlocks, and if you want a flintlock, you could have that, sure, but these, these weapons are just massively destructive. Well, you know what? They didn't have bulletproof vests back then. Um, they didn't have non-lethal rounds. They they didn't have near the, and they didn't have the population that we do now. They also didn't have the education that we're capable of now. Uh, they didn't have the ballistic tables. They didn't have the classes. They didn't have the licenses that we have now. All right. And well, again, it isn't the the licensed, educated people who are the problem. It isn't no. us. It is the people who work within the rules and try and be responsible and try and be educated. And, and that's the thing. Like They're trying to make adjustments to this document and, and to adjustments to our laws, but they're doing it in a way that is completely uneducated without the help of the people who are educated about it and could possibly help you. It's like, okay, yeah, this is what an assault weapon actually is. And what you're saying here is not that. <laughs> you know? and, but
1: but at the same time, and I'll I'll defend the other side for a moment here, which is the fact that most of the people not all, most of the people who are educated and do understand these things are on the side of no. Oh absolutely, we, 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 oh, absolutely. No, no, if, if you want a, a bazooka, you should be able to have one. That's what it says. I and it so it's my statement, is is then Fine, change what it says. You know, it's not like it's never been done before. All of a sudden, everybody went shit. Everybody's been drunk too much, and they created an amendment on that. And then they went shit. This didn't work, and got rid of the amendment. Now there's
0: more crime because we won't <laughs> let them drink. This is a problem. And I think that's that's honestly what you would have. It isn't. You would not stop crime. Crime is still illegal. Okay, it's still illegal to kill people. All right, they have laws on the books for that. Have for a while now. It hasn't. It hasn't curtailed. Actually,
1: actually, they've had that law going back to your original document.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's been it's a one while. Of the top
1: ten, it's one of the top ten.
0: Yeah, I. It is. It's one of the originals. Um, it's all. I mean, been uh, against I the mean, law. All,
1: all. the rest of them were basically don't worship anybody else and don't try to sleep with your neighbor. But other than that, you know, yeah, I really hate that not one. Kill.
0: That one really sucks. But other than that, the rest of them are, are you know. I think uh, Carlin said it best, you know. He's like, don't kill people and don't be a dick. <laughs> like, it's like, that's, that's all you really need right there. And that's true, but the truth of it is, the law-abiding citizens, the educated ones, the ones who are responsible gun owners are not the problem. We're also not being consulted in the solution either. You know, like if you want to change this, let's have a good reasonable discussion. I understand people are scared. But Most of the time, the thing that draws the fear is the fact that you don't understand what's happening or what you're looking at or what you're trying to ban. And
1: and there's one more difficulty that goes into that, and this is going to go a little bit deeper down the whole political socioeconomic rabbit hole here, and I'm going to apologize for that ahead of time, which is we've also come to a point in time in which you cannot have – an intelligent discussion with two people who do not agree with each other
0: anymore. No, yeah, that's pretty be, difficult. Be, be,
1: be, because you've come to a point in which if somebody doesn't agree with you, they are evil, they are bad, and you must hate them.
0: Yeah, isn't it funny that we have more communication technology than ever in the history of our planet, and we are worse at communicating with each other than we've ever been? Isn't that funny? It's just very strange to me. I don't, well, I don't get it.
1: It's a whole lot it's a whole lot easier to hate somebody from across a computer screen than it is to when you actually talk to somebody face to face. Not to say that you can't hate somebody then too, but it's it's easier to dehumanize somebody at that point in time versus actually having a conversation with somebody standing in front of you. And because we're dehumanizing each other, uh, you know that could probably goes into more of why there's violence out there today than, if, you know, then the idea of actually having firearms, I mean, you, because it's it's coming from both sides, you've got the dumbasses in Antifa up in Washington, D.C., uh, not Washington, D.C., Washington State, um, you know accosting people in the street. I mean, and you've got, the, there's guys up there who are just, you know, wandering around going, oh my God, it's terrible. I'm telling you, if those group of kids come in dressed in masks, start trying to beat me up, one of them's going to get shot. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you post something uh, like uh, somebody was getting attacked or something like that as soon as he pulled out a gun?
1: Uh, it, but, but, and that's actually another thing you saw. It was, uh, it, you're correct, it was a video of um, a... Uh, general, and not only that, if you read a little bit further into it, he was actually an armed guard at a McDonald's. Wow. Now, I'll, so let that sink in for two seconds there first. And apparently he went outside to deal with uh, a couple of young people who were doing something inappropriate, bad or whatever, and they started to beat the ever-loving shit out of him. And every, and, you, and what you're watching on this is a video that somebody was taking with their cell phone, and everybody in the McDonald's is, without any hesitation, watching this old guy get the crap beat out of him. It's not until he pulls a firearm that everybody goes, oh, my God, please
0: no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, after the felony assault has been witnessed by 30 people, he decides no one's going to well, help no, him and well, that his well, life well, is...
1: Well, well, take it the 30 people who didn't who, who stood there and videotaped it, didn't assist, right. didn't say anything, didn't even go, oh, darn, look at that. They sat there with their phones and videotaped it. Nobody freaked out until the guy pulled a firearm to, to defend himself.
0: Yeah. And did not shoot them.
1: No. Actually, that was a lot of the comments that go on there was the fact that the guy showed more restraint than most anybody else would.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd have plugged them. <laughs> That's like without without even feeling bad you know i mean so I, it's it's it, it is a very 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 loaded topic no pun intended but the the part that gets me is is i have no problem talking and having a reasonable conversation about gun control or gun restrictions or um, um you know adjusting amending a law the problem is i have not heard anyone on on the, the restrictive side, want to have a reasonable, intelligent, educated discussion. I haven't seen anybody attempt that.
1: Well, and once again, it goes into the communication, because the moment you suggest anything other than a complete, total, utter ban, you're an asshole.
0: Right, and it's just like, oh, come on. You know, it's... And, and there's so many holes in that. It's not even funny. Like my wife carries a gun for a living. You're gonna take her gun? Well, and then she can't. Then she has no living, right? She's not a cop. At least not anymore. She's not a cop, <laughs> but she's not a private citizen. I mean, she's a private citizen, but she's not a cop. She's she's required to have one for her, you know, on duty and everything, and she's licensed to carry it. But I'm licensed to carry mine. You know, it's just that she has to carry hers for her job. So are you gonna take her gun? But where's the line? Well, she wouldn't need a gun because no one else would have a gun. Mm, no, that that's bullshit. not correct
1: either. See, see, that, that's the bullshit.
0: <laughs> exactly, because their their reasoning is 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 just it it's skewed and it's not right. And I realize that everybody has you know their blind spots and all that kind of thing. And I like some of the statements I I have. And I look, I live in Texas, okay some of those statements are not popular down here. When I, when I suggested that there's no reason for a hundred round clip at the ranch, uh, you know, when, <laughs> when in an AR 15, cause that's not a hunting. <laughs> so there's no reason. Like if you need a hundred rounds to hit a, any animal, then you need shooting lessons, not more ammunition. <laughs> this was not a popular conversation. Okay. <laughs> like, when the beer got passed out I didn't I had to go to the cooler and get my own okay there was nobody was interested in talking to me about that I,
1: I, actually I, I, I go back to the fact that I'm too cheap for for a magazine that, that big because if I get to do somebody doing a mag dump on a 50 round magazine you know just spent 20 bucks
0: <laughs> exactly that's all that's a lot of investment for that for that shooting
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, so I, to me, it's, I, I mean, and, and, and that's kind of where people know, I grew up in gun culture and in, in the South, there is a lot of that. There's a lot of pride in that. And especially in Texas, Texas was a, it was a Republic. It was a place where, where guns were a thing and, and helped protect the Republic, uh, against foreign aggression. You know, which was the United well, States and Mexico, but
1: but, but see that's where but see, that's where all of it started because even you can take sure. that into the original thirteen
0: colonies. You oh, absolutely.
1: Concept,
0: but 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 in but here they kept that right because Texas is uh, other than Austin is still that same mentality, <laughs> right? They got one holdout, right? They've they've managed to, to assemble enough people from California into Austin, so it's little you know it's California light that that they have one <laughs> little pocket of liberal democracy and then the rest of it. Hey kids, wave a veto <laughs> yeah, Exactly. The rest of it is not so much. So um it is a little different. It is a little different. So it's and we didn't mean to get so uh political on this one, but I think it's a, a super interesting time for for that kind of of I guess rhetoric and lawmaking to be happening in, I, and I, I really don't think any of the other side has got it right yet. I mean, I think if they were more um, educated and and willing to converse, you know, yeah. I, I mean, that's really what it is. Start a reasonable dialogue. I mean, let's talk about the actual problems you're having without getting freaked out or scared or or overcompensating because you think that the other side is going to overcompensate so you want to reach that happy middle talk about the things you want because you might get some legislation that would actually have a chance of of producing a positive effect i don't think we're there yet i really don't i don't think we're even capable of being there at this point but um it's but i but
1: i can turn this around to something a little bit more fun though if you want
0: absolutely
1: Okay, I finally got a chance to take the H K 30 sk to the range. And how did it go? It actually was, actually, I, I really enjoy the firearm. I, it's taking me a little bit of time to get used to a double-action, single-action trigger since most everything I've ever had was uh, striker fire. Striker, yeah. Um, so it's taking me a bit of time. Now, the, just this, if you just use it in single-action, it is beautiful. But that's what every single-action trigger is like. Yeah. Um. It, it, double action, it's a little bit more of a rough, and I still have a has the tendency to anticipate the hammer. Um, sure. The, it, uh, it's uh, somebody also whoever owned the firearm before me put a um, a sight system on it there called. It's basically the XS Big Dot sight.
0: Okay, I'm not familiar with that one. And
1: it, well, it, basically, the front sight is just a big white dot, and the back. <laughs> That's sight exactly what is it, like. it sounds like. exactly but i mean and then the the rear sight is kind of a v with a line in the middle of it that you're to line up with it and they're not made to be precision sights they're made to be able to be picked up quickly sure and i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) it is not me but ironically found something that at the same time that i really did like and didn't think i would and it came from a completely different firearm Um, uh, we talked about the fact that I tend to carry a SIG P365 and that I traded in for the newer version the anti snag version just because I thought it was cool Um, but uh, and the other part about it is is I put a laser on it so I really wasn't expecting to have to use the sights and ran into one of the issues which is if you're outdoors on a really bright sunny day a laser ain't gonna do
0: shit nope (laughs) No, it is not. <laughs> not a damn thing.
1: So since I was outdoors, I had to go ahead and use the sights. And what I found, especially with the vision problems that I've been having, is the sight system they put onto the uh, SAS, the anti-snag version of the P365, was something called a Mepro light. Now, they did something interesting with it, and they recessed it into the top of the slide so that, um, once again, you're getting the anti-snag. But they do make versions of it that you can dovetail into the back end of any site. Um, And it's just it's it's an interesting site. It doesn't have a front sight. It's literally just fiber optics that pull in all the light into a single dot. Um, And it's if you hold it, it comes up almost like a bullseye. It's got a green light lit up ring around the outside of it and then if you've got it lined up properly all of a sudden a green dot shows up in the middle of it if you don't have it lined up properly you can't see the green dot and it was awesome (laughs) (laughs) like
0: it worked
1: uh, no no, I mean, because the funny thing is is i as I had heard I hadn't bothered using it because I'd been indoors and using the laser, and I hadn't bothered actually even really trying the sites just because I, I had heard people complain about them and it went, ah, okay, then I just won't worry about it. I'll just do my laser and call it a day. But being reduced to having to use the site, it was I, it was perfect. I was hitting everything, and it was kind of like I think I need to explore this further. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm probably gonna push a dovetail out both the front and back sights on the uh, the H and K and replace it with a Meperlite
0: and see how that works for myself. Dude, that is awesome, man. I I can't wait. You gotta send me a picture of it when you get it done.
1: Oh, it, absolutely. It, it's it's it, they're very very difficult to explain. Um, they're they're goofy looking on the top of a firearm as well because they once again you get rid of the front sight. And it it takes up the probably back third of the uh, top of the slide. Um, But it's, as I said, it's just one of those things that once you pick it up on the other side, it's just really interesting. It's either you're lined up and you can see your dot in the middle of the circle or you can't and you're not going to hit anything.
0: it's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, still, that's awesome, man as you know i'm I'm pretty pretty new to decent pistol shooting, but I would love to see how that that sighting system works you know oh
1: if, if nothing else I come like down there i if i even if I hadn't had a chance to do
0: it to the h and k yet you'll see it on the sick oh that's sweet I love it yeah I love it i I did get a chance even though I didn't buy anything I did shoot something. OK, uh, this week, um, I got a chance to get my hands. Now, I don't know where he got it. Uh, a dealer friend of mine who owns a gun range or three. um, <laughs> Yeah, I, he's, he's, he's got a lot of stuff and everything like that. He got his hands and I don't know where the hell he got it. Um, I think he got it early because he's had it for a little bit because um, he knows like the manufacturer and all that kind of stuff. He got to shoot. And and or I got to shoot his brand-new Colt Python. Oh. Uh, I'd never they, shot been, one they, before.
1: Now, they've been having some problems with those. Is doing okay?
0: They have. They've had some problems. Um, but, you know, he's got the uh, – and, and for those of you who are not familiar with the Colt Python, um, or not familiar with the, the reinstitution, the Colt Python has basically been unavailable for, I don't know, 15 years, something like that. I, I mean, um, I, may, I think so. It may
1: be longer than that.
0: I think they stopped making it all together in like 2005, 2006. Somewhere around there. But even then, they weren't prevalent for no, a long no. time. Uh, I mean, they, they, really, the, the 80s and 90s is really when the the Python was... I mean, they, they've they been around for a while, but the you really saw them in the 80s and the 90s, I guess, really. Um, That's because everybody was the running around
1: wanting to be Dirty Harry.
0: Right. The 70s is really the whole Dirty Harry thing. Um, and and it's just, a, it was a wonderfully, wonderfully balanced gun. It's probably one of the best in the world at the time. Um, it may, now, and this is also, feel free to distance yourself here. Um, this, <laughs> this is not going to be a popular statement, but I believe, that some of the Taurus firearms are just as accurate and just as soft shooting and just as balanced as the Python. Um, uh, I, it,
1: it, you will find people in this world who would probably just throw up in their mouth a little bit hearing you say that. But, I
0: believe I believe
1: that's uh, true. But but at the same time, uh, it, Taurus still is one of those firearms that as much as you don't want to like the budget firearm, you can't deny that they put together something solid.
0: I mean, my brother's got three of them, and, and I've shot them, and I've shot them back-to-back back with a Python now, and you know what? I mean, the the, the Python is excellent. I am not going to lie. It was absolutely excellent. Now, I don't know what kind of problems they've been had. I have heard that they, some of them have been kind of finicky, and they've had some some issues with the big iframe. Um, but Man, if, if,
1: if I had to guess, a lot of it probably comes down to the, them trying to use lighter materials to make yeah.
0: it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's and and of course they're they're trying to trick them out like the you know the full bull barrels and yeah. you know the big you know the uh, the big brails on top and the sighting system. It's just like the full Cadillacs that they had back in the day, right? Because that's all anybody wants, right? They don't they don't want the bargain basement python they want oh, hell no. the full hog and i totally get that i would too if i was paying that kind of money um so and that's and you see this in like uh, a lot of classic car stuff right like they'll they'll bring back a jaguar e-type because people are paying three million dollars for them you know the factory but, can build them new for 150 thousands you but, can spend but now they're million. fiberglass right but now they're fiberglass you can still spend half a million on them you're getting a bargain because they're not three million but the materials aren't the same, you yeah. know. Uh, they have they have they don't have period breaks because the period breaks suck, you know. Like, <laughs> Why would you do that? So they're building them, you know, better than they were. So I totally get it. I did get to shoot it. It is an amazing pistol.
1: And, uh, no, now the three fifty seven Magnum, correct?
0: Correct. No, um, yes, it was it was it was the full on, you know, full money. You know, it was a three fifty seven Colt Python. Uh, or three fifty seven mag Colt Python in stainless with a walnut grip. Um just like classic all the way down the line. Um but it um, was one of the new ones.
1: Uh, to take a to go in the complete opposite direction of that. And it's it's the gun that I have been absolutely fascinated with recently. It is the high point Yeet Cannon.
0: Oh no, you didn't find one did you? You know what? No, have not no, no. no,
1: well no no because the one I want actually hasn't come out yet. They still haven't finished. They <laughs> they they've, they've, they've got the the original can, but the new one coming out I actually for 125 bucks I'll probably buy it. But what, I, what was funny <laughs> is is that uh, there was there's a YouTuber out there who was just tearing on high point, And they sent him one and made him do a torture test. You guys know him for doing torture tests on guns. He did a torture test on the gun and the thing performed flawlessly
0: now it's it's to be to be fair i've i used to do a lot of torture tests on on power tools and stuff back in the day because i had a a, a a blog and a a tool show with that and um, sometimes and i'm not going to say who sometimes those factories would send you super doctored up tools that were the like the the main public would never get this thing. I mean, everything had been machine special and all that kind of stuff. So they may have fixed it.
1: They, 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 I I won't argue with that. But it really was funny watching this guy literally try <laughs> to make the thing malfunction,
0: and Please the
1: it's and, and fail miserably. He literally, you know, I, I don't know where the guy was, but he was out next to a creek and, you know, the lake you could probably see, you know, water moccasins out there. They threw it out in the lake for a little while, came back and got it. And without even changing out the magazine, the thing's still firing.
0: Uh, <laughs> You're like, wow, this is a great advertisement for Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> After... <laughs> After our conversation last time, I told Bonna that if you come down and we see a Yeet Cannon, we are totally going to split it, or I'm just going to outright buy it and, <laughs> and use it for a little while and then send it to you.
1: <laughs>
0: and he's like, I don't want to be involved with this conversation yeah, at no, all.
1: But, but, it's, but see, the thing is, the one I want hasn't been released yet. They're still like working on the grips and stuff of that nature, uh, And but... It's 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 I just I'm fascinated with the idea that you have this cheap gun that people uh, have been talking about. Oh, I can't even a piece of crap. It's a high point. Why would you and people just can't even make the thing malfunction.
0: Isn't that so fun? Oh, hold on. Uh, Yeet cannon is canceled. <gasps> hold on. Uh, do, 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 do,
1: do. They were they were just pushing the hell out of it at Shacho.
0: Oh okay this is this is before shot show so they probably said eh, and then brought it back okay cuz this is July okay. 4th okay cuz they
1: they, they 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 have pushed <coughs> excuse me they have pushed back the release date several times <laughs>
0: High point Yeet Cannon. Let's, let's just take a look. I can't believe we're doing so much coverage on the freaking <laughs> Yeet Cannon, but you know what? Screw it.
1: As I said, though, it, it, it's, it's, one, it's absolutely ridiculous, but I'm fascinated with this thing.
0: You know, it is not a pretty-looking gun. Oh, no. I mean, which, as you know, makes me like it because I like the weird stuff. Right.
1: Well, uh, yeah, uh, yeah and, and I should give you a little bit of a thing as, as far as my, my mentality on certain things go. Um, if I actually had like a million dollars today and was told go restore a car, what I would actually probably do and make the most like awesome car out of it but do it out of this just so people would go, dear God, why – is probably like a 1972 Pinto or something like that. And <laughs> my ju- and man, no, but go ahead and make literally make an awesome car out of basically the body of a Pinto. You know, obviously the engine has to go, the entire electrical system obviously has to go, um, but but it, but still have be driving around and have people going, "Dear God, why would you do that with a Pinto?" I would have a Yeet cannon just so I can pull it out the range and have people go, "Dear God, why would you have?" That?
0: This is why you're my brother. All right, this is what, let me tell you what I did this weekend. Um, we were talking a little bit about this before the cast, but I, I'm going to go ahead and bring it up now. So I got a letter in the mail that my fence was broken and that I needed to fix it from the Homeowners Association, which if you're a member of the Homeowners Association, and I don't say this in any kind of mean way, fuck off. Um. Uh, uh, well, I, <laughs> I hate mean, those people. Um, we,
1: we call we actually call them the neighborhood Nazis around here. So. Yeah,
0: I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm sorry, listeners, but I, I really like, I'll never do that again. But, um, uh, I'll never like live in a place with a homeowner such so But I got a letter in the mail about my fence, and I had to replace this little part of it because the water had stained it, and I hadn't, you know, protected it, and it it got bleached and stuff like that. So, in order, in my Extreme defiance. Um, I took Thompson's water seal and I stained it and all that kind of stuff. But I stained it in such a way that when the the fence is wet, it would say "HOA sucks," but only when <laughs> only when the fence is wet. <laughs> um, but what I did, what I did with the old pickets and the old fence posts is, I brought them into my garage and I was I was pacing. I was so mad to, to to your Pinto's point, like I wanted to create. The best-looking table I could out of it and use it every day on this podcast, on, on all the stuff that I do, put it in my office, out of the crappy reject cedar fence po- pickets and fence posts from my fence that they made me cut down. So that is what I have done. I will send you a picture of it. I'm, I'm about three-quarters of the way done with it. I made a cool-looking cedar <laughs> butcher block tabletop out of the picket fence, out of the craptastic picket fence, you know. Um, it's still got screw holes in it. I filled those, you know, sanded it down, made it flat, ran it through the uh joiner about fifteen thousand times to get the pickets all nice and flat and even and stuff. This this is the level of commitment I do to something that is worthless that everyone hates. This uh, to bring that back around, <laughs> the more I look at and hear about the yeet cannon, the more I must have one. <laughs>
1: well I, I you know my intention is is to get it and then record people going what the fuck is that and so we can play it on the cat
0: why <laughs> exactly it, 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 it like put it, something and... really expensive in the range bag next to it like like laying on like why are you using this when you could be shooting that <laughs> No, this actually, is
1: great. You, you, you know what we need to do is once we actually get this and shoot this thing, we need to actually get Bonham back on the cast for that <laughs> Like, like make him test it and like tell us what he
0: thinks about it. <laughs> you know, Bonham, like you put him on a microphone, he'll be all serious and stuff, and he'll just be trying to find a way to say he hates it, but like politically correct. <laughs> It'll be the, we'll do that, and to have him talk about the M sixteen on the same cast, his head'll explode.
1: <laughs> It'll be like beef with soldier. Oh God,
0: I have never seen that man more angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yes, but but especially when the new one comes out, I will have
0: one. Oh, I. You know what? I I want the old crappy one. I think. I think I want the you
1: new know, one. I, I, I want. I want the new one because you can actually put like you. I mean, you can go so far as to put like a compensator that you would put in a nine millimeter AR on the end of that <laughs> thing. I I, I I have every intention of doing that. I mean, it's it's got a Picatinny rail on the top of it. Oh it, no, dude. Oh I'm, no! I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you know uh, some red dot sights on that sucker. I'm 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 gonna soup this guy up and just I wonder... have people look at me and going, holy shit! Why would you do
0: that? I'm gonna go the other way. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna fully western engrave the yeet cannon. Oh god! And make a <laughs> have made for it a fully custom western holster with a with a gun belt and everything. And just tool it the fuck up, make it like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is so awesome! You know what? Uh, Maybe we should talk to the folks at High Point and have them come on the show and talk about the heat cannon with us.
1: But actually, if if you didn't see any of the interviews with those guys when it um, with the uh, the during shot show, the best part about it is is they know what they're making and they have a sense of humor about
0: it. (laughs) So great.
1: Yeah, they, they, they know exactly what it is that they're making. They know who they're making it for. They know what they're making it for, and they think it's funny, too.
0: You know what? I, you got to, at least me, I got to respect that. That is just awesome. I know it's terrible, and it's it's probably not something it, it, I should it, be doing. Know, but
1: what we ought to do is go ahead and when, jeez, <clears throat> sorry, um, when the new one comes out, because I'm not getting one till the new one comes out. When the new one does come out, i'll buy mine you buy yours we'll each do what we do with them you'll westernize yours i'll tactical mine out and once we actually play with them and shoot them and come up with them, then we'll see whether or not we can get somebody from a representative from high point to come and talk to us about what we did with our fire we'll
0: send them pictures
1: yeah <laughs> look what we did
0: <laughs> that'll be awesome oh
1: and, and just, just just to prove it i'll, I'll lay i mean I'll, I'll lay it out i'll have my um P320 x compact on one side, my H&K on the other side, and the Yeet Cannon right in the middle and basically kind of go, see, th- this is where we are.
0: <laughs> I'll put my Bursts on one side, my Heritage 6-shooter revolver on the other. This is where I am. <laughs> yep. if <laughs> yeah, my Western leather tool holster for each one of the 3 It'd be great. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be freaking great. I am super sorry, listeners. Um <laughs> I know y'all probably didn't join up for yeek cannon coverage, but that is let me let me take the burn out of that sting here for just a second. Um C Z came out with something and I thought I, I can't remember I think it might have been you, Jake, who, who put me onto this. Um the all terrain shotguns. Have you seen these?
1: Oh they're they're excellent.
0: Oh my god.
1: They're they're, they're expensive but then again, they're not CZ typically
0: yes yeah they're not cheap but you know the cz's uh, a lot of people uh give cz not a lot of credit uh they are turkish made guns i don't mind a turkish made gun well uh, especially CZ. wait a minute, wait a
1: minute. Why, why am i thinking wasn't cz as like check or something like that? Or is it is it turkish why am i drawing a blank on this one
0: yeah they're made in turkey
1: okay um Oh, you know what? It's the Springfields that, even though they call them American-made guns, are actually made in (laughs) Czechoslovakia. Yeah, they're they're
0: Czechoslovakia, yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah, CZ's Turkey.
1: Okay, okay. Um, But see, the thing with the CZ's is either you love them or you hate them.
0: Yeah, it does seem to be that kind of way. Um, Personally, I like them. I think they look great. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of my bikel it really yeah. does. And I love my bicycle. I do. I'm fanatical about it. I'm evangelical about my bicycle because it's just a great freaking solid gun for for 500 bucks. I got a fantastically well put together firearm that performs really really well that has all the same features as a gun that's 3, 4 times its cost and I have zero issues with it. This CZ all-terrain looks exactly the same way. Yeah. Um,
1: and, and, and as much as i not as informed on their shotguns, I mean, if you look at their handguns, their handguns are copied by everyone. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it, I mean, it, 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 you can almost find as many knockoff CZ-75s as you can um, uh, 1911s. Almost. Not quite, but almost.
0: Yeah, and the, the, the all-terrains are are excellent, as far as I can tell. And it's it's the same kind of thing. It's it's They have taken... You know how... I'll uh, uh, give you an example. I'll go back to cars. Do uh, you know how the Japanese wanted to make a Roadster, but they were going to out-Roadster all the Roadsters? So they took a, an MG and a Sprite and an Austin Healey and all that kind of stuff. And what they put together was the best of all those things with Japanese reliability and they called it a Miata. Right. They've literally made millions of them. They're one of the most reliable cars on the planet and they've been rolling around basically largely unchanged for the better part of 30 years. Um, I think, and this is just my personal opinion that what CZ has done here and CZ has done a lot of shotguns. Okay. They have a lot of good stuff and their break open stuff is really, really well done. But I think with the all terrain, what they've done is they've taken all the features that you want in a break open field gun or competition gun and made something that is well and truly jumped ahead of, of where they were in the field. Um, it is i mean they've got over and unders they've got um external chokes they've got a side by side um they've got they've got you know grades of stock they've got a field stock they've got a a you know uh, it's they've got wonderful checking real checking not press checking by the way um they've got uh, you know beautifully ribbed barrels on them they uh, it's they took all the features they could possibly stuff into a 600 to to $1,000 shotgun and built it all in for you. And it's, I mean, it, like you can put it right up against some of the best in the business and you're going to go, hmm, you know, like, is it a Satori? No, it's not. Does it have absolutely all the same features? Yes, it does. Okay. Well, but, I mean, it, it,
1: and the, and the thing is, as part of what we you know been talking about is even though you know it's turned into a big joke for us, though a fun one, um, <laughs> is the fact that you know whether it's you know a CZ versus you know a, a Bernelli, you know the one will cost you three grand, one will cost you a grand, you know versus you know whether you're going as far as a thousand dollar. Uh, six hour, uh, nineteen eleven, or a Yeet cannon at one hundred and fifty bucks. Right, it, 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 just because the price does not necessarily always denote what you are going to get out of it.
0: Oh, absolutely not. Uh, now
1: because once again, your your CZ, as you said, is, will uh, function just as well as some of those more expensive shotguns. and Even though it's probably not as easy to drop out in the wilderness as uh, one of your uh, remade $250 shotguns, you can still do it. It's still not going to make you cry if you actually get <laughs> yeah. a scratch on it.
0: Yeah, you drop a $2,000 Satori or a $2,000 Benelli or something like that, you're, you are you are going to shed a little tear. You're just going <laughs> to, you know, like, there'll be a little sucking noise, you know. Um, you drop a CZ or something like that, you're going to, oh, damn it. You know, and that's about it, you know, Um, but at the same time, you have all the same features, all the same thing, and maybe not the same finish out, but, but that's about it. I mean, you're talking about a, a, and, and I think this is where we're coming to, uh, you know, with a lot of the modern guns. I mean, they're, they're looking at this going, okay, what do people actually need, you know? And in this case, you know, like the All Terrain series for CZ, they're actually starting to put in technological innovations like rare earth magnets in the injectors and extractors. The okay? They I, that's you know, they they just off they go, right? Yeah. It's amazing. Like Satori's don't do that, <laughs> at least not that I know of. Um so th- there's I mean, they're doing um, uh, what is it? Uh, the the Crea-coded, um receivers, Cerakot. or yeah, Cerakoted, uh receivers on the four end irons. I mean, they're they're putting high end features in a mid priced gun, in a quality mid priced gun. This cannot go bad for them. I really just I I don't think it could. Um, much like, uh, Remington, you know, and all the innovation coming out in the 410 loads, they're like, here, here's a 410 turkey gun, gobble, gobble, off you go. <laughs> it's a I, yeah. $700, 870, 410 pump. Um, I bought my wingmaster for 250 bucks, but, uh, but it's, well, you know, but as you said,
1: 410 four loads as expensive as they are starting to make a comeback. And obviously, if they get more and more people purchasing and buying, the whole supply and demand concept will hopefully bring the price of a 410 shell down.
0: Oh, I don't think they're starting to make a comeback. I think they're full on into the middle of it uh, as far as as the availability. Um, A 410 used to be, I mean, it was it was basically a porch gun. It was designed for women to use off the back porch to for vermin. That's literally what it was for. And or or, or squirrels if you need a dinner exactly if you was down in the south and you needed you some good vittles um then you could you could it's a fabulous squirrel in fact for years i owned the only shotgun i owned was a 410 pump and i have gone my share of squirrel hunting that is exactly like this there's probably one of the only animals i've ever killed with a gun is a squirrel (laughs) and i've got them by the dozens um but there's there's a a just a proliferation of new 410 rounds and loads and, and guns that go, you know, with them. So um, saying that a 410 is useless or not good for hunting or something like that anymore, not true. Um, it is it is one of the places, in shotguns at least, that is seeing the most innovation right now. Uh, because there's just a lot more innovation to be had. I mean it's always been twelves and 20 at least in the United States it's always been twelves and 20s Europe does a lot of 28s and 16s um, but the 410 round it is so hot uh, that I, I think you're gonna see a lot more before we get you know before that burns out
1: but it's more than just shotguns on which the smaller, Um, Oh, absolutely. Rounds are coming back. I mean, because, you know, even though 9mm has been one of the most popular uh, cartridges forever, um, you know, most of your law enforcement agencies went away from it for the longest period of time. And they're coming back to it because you can actually control a 9mm a whole lot better than you can a 10mm or a forty. And these days you can get uh, rounds with similar ballistics to a forty caliber.
0: In and absolutely. And conversely, you step down from that 380 with the proliferation of, of concealed carry, uh, because most people can fit a 380. Most people can handle a 380. And a, a hot 380 round has reasonably the same ballistics as a low, uh, a low velocity nine millimeter round. Um, it is a fantastically uh, ripe opportunity for gun makers and manufacturers of of ammunition to build in new functionality and bring back guns like like the Bursa that previously you know may have had kind of a stale uh, you know uh, sales trajectory and go ah, look at this this is exactly what you wanted or you know something like that there's a lot well, of 380 well, stuff happening
1: Smith and Wesson. Smith and Wesson. I list that one out for a second there <laughs> um our uh, base and um Walver have been leading the charge in in smaller caliber easier to handle firearms oh yeah, oh, yeah. you know smith and wesson has their whole easy shield line uh which started as a 380 and then moved on to a nine millimeter as well but it's made specifically to have a easy to rack slide uh easy to load. i mean they even went ahead and reinvented the um Uh, magazines for it so that they were easier to load um it's all meant to make these things more accessible you know shannon's walther same thing yeah you know a a 45 caliber or 40 caliber or 10 millimeter none of these things are what you call easily accessible (laughs) no no and and, and, and handgun you know a, a 40 caliber has a lot of snap to it it's very very difficult to get it back on target a lot of law enforcement places especially with the more and more female law enforcement officers were having people have a difficult time qualifying with it um and then especially even that when they originally went from the nine millimeter to the 10 millimeter a 10 millimeter is brutal on the on the shooter especially if you're a got a smaller firearm yeah um, yeah. you know the, the, i mean that that's the one that, the, as far as an automatic cartridge that they say you can hunt bear with
0: <laughs> and at the same time you know uh, a lot of those like you're talking about you know smith's easy line and and walther's uh you know uh, they're they're the reason my wife carries now she was able um the the job she's with now, she's able to carry her service 380, her Walther 380, with the uh, Teflon-coated hypervelocity rounds, right? She's got Hornady, uh, the, the fast Hornady's, um, I cannot remember. Critical Defense. Critical Defense, thank you. Uh, the Critical Defense uh, rounds in it, and that's, which have like I said, the same ballistics as a 9mm, and she carried that for months uh, before she stepped up and got the, what was going to be my uh because i liked the walther (laughs) system too i thought it was really cool so i went to get the nine millimeter version and uh you know it's it's again with the the, you know the soft springs and the easy loading and the you know the easy trigger pull and all that kind of stuff they in the in the compact uh frame that the the the, the compact nine millimeters have for that they just took all the same things that they made in that 380 and put it in the the nine millimeter version of it and she just gracefully went from a 380 to a nine millimeter with the same hornady critical defense rounds in it and suddenly she stepped up and she can still control the firearm and she can still load it correctly and it doesn't snap as hard you know all those things and she's into a striker fired professional nine millimeter so i mean it's 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 a wonderful series of of events that are happening with the evolution of, of of some of these rounds, and I'm really super happy to see it that that everybody isn't like on board the super high caliber train anymore. Because you remember for a while that's what it was. Oh yeah, um, bigger mean, was better. Period. It, um, absolutely. Uh, not so much now, <laughs> which is great. <laughs>
1: Yeah, everything was forty four Magnum, fifty A. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and you know, and you still got a lot of those guys who like you go to any gun shop and or, or well, gun show and everything, and there's forty fives all over everywhere, you know.
1: Well, and I, and I now that I've actually learned and have handled firearms, I now realize how everybody was laughing, how ridiculous it was in the '80s when you had people uh, you know, double fisting, uh, desert eagles and going, you know, going, you know, dude, no one can do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: exactly. It's like, are you trying to snap your wrists or like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and I'm not a small dude and I'm still, you know, learning to control my, my bursa, you know, <laughs> it's like, okay. All right, we're gonna grab it like this. We're gonna put our hands here. We're gonna do the two dogs fucking, you know, uh, thumb maneuver, and we're gonna put this here, and we're gonna okay, breathe and shoot, and make sure we are stay on target. I mean, all of that stuff is happening, and I'm shooting to 380. I can't imagine what it would be with a 50 cal. Well, actually, I can't. I've shot a, a Desert Eagle 50 caliber, the, the <laughs> Israeli military issue or Industries version of it, the blacked out one, and. It is not fun. At least for me, it is not fun. That and every time you pull a trigger, 2 dollars leaves at the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, I- no. <laughs>
1: I, and, and as much as, as you guys have run into 9 millimeters that you haven't enjoyed, I'm actually looking forward to putting um, the SIG X Compact into your hand and seeing what you think about that. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. it. it, it it's Because it's not only that, it's a, it's a little bit more of a smoother 9mm than, you know, it's, it's not the one that I carry. It's the one I keep in the safe at home. But uh, it, it's still, it's it's just a pleasure
0: to shoot. I can't wait to, to, like, we'll invite my brother, too. We'll get his big-ass wheel guns out there, and we'll we'll have a party. Uh, uh, okay,
1: wait a minute. and then we have to go back to that. Have we figured out the the last thing that he bought that he was a secret yet?
0: He has not told me, no. Still? No, still he has not told me, which means he spent way too much money on whatever the hell this thing is.
1: And, and it, either, either that or it's just ridiculously huge, one or the other. Oh, yeah. Or or, or both. Or both,
0: yeah. No, <laughs> I, I would suggest it's probably both. You know, because neither Bono and I have seen it yet. And we know he has one. And we have talked to his wife. She has been sworn to secrecy. Uh, so we, the, we know the, he's the got something.
1: Other, the only other thing that could be more interesting if he went the complete other way around and he bought one of those new little Ruger 22s.
0: Oh, I didn't think of that. Like a you GP one thousand or something?
1: No, the Ruger just started making their LPC twos in twenty twos. Versus oh, 3s.
0: that's right, yeah. I forgot about those. I, 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 and that thing, you got small a little enough, dinker. <laughs> yeah, it's a little
1: thing, small enough to fit in the palm of your hand. So you know, it's a question of did, did he go that direction somewhere along the line? It's got to be something extreme.
0: Yeah, like it fits in his sock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'd have to like if it was that that stupid ass 44 you got i mean and then you must be wearing iron pants if you stick that in your belt holy crap <laughs> i heft i hefted it um and it's got of course it's got a jacketed barrel and all that kind of stuff so the shroud on it it looks huge and it looks super heavy but it's actually pretty well balanced but it's still i mean you can put it next to my bursa my bursa feels like a cap gun uh compared to to this big ass 44 with a 10 inch barrel um it's it's amazing um and that was apparently still not big enough for him so i don't i don't know i don't know what the hell you get from there you know like like what what is what is the miracle you know like are you shooting bazooka rounds like do you need a grenade launcher like what is what is it you know <laughs>
1: Maybe you found one of those pistols that actually shoots cut down rifle rounds or something like that yeah.
0: <laughs> What is that? It's a handheld thirty <laughs> thirty. Two forty three Winchester. <laughs> Boo well, I mean
1: wasn't there you know, it's been years ago and it was ridiculous, but wasn't there like a at one point in time something where they would cut like a three oh eight rifle round down to fit into a forty four magnum?
0: It could be. I I, I wouldn't I, I, know. It would that would interest know, me the least amount of anything I've, I could even think of. Although,
1: I, I, but, <sighs> but once again, it's it's it, you know even if I'm actually correct, which I'm not sure that I am. It's ridiculous either way.
0: Oh no! Clearly, clearly. Um, do you know what I want? Uh, the ridiculous thing that I want, like my brother wants these like big ridiculous hog, you know, hand cannon things that. I I I just don't understand, but he loves them and they're great. But um, revolver-wise, what I want is I want those um, big long twelve-inch barrel, like like forty-four mag revolvers that have been converted into carbines. Like so, it's still got the the cylinder, but it's like almost lever action, and it's got a it, big stock on the end of it. But it's still a pistol. I love those. Okay.
1: Well, they've actually got a. Um... Revolver 410-45 uh, long Colt um, yes. yes rifle yes. thing mm. sort of whatever at, yes uh, made by Rossi that's yep. been on the shelf at the uh, the gun shop for
0: a while Rossi four ten forty four mag
1: it, I, I I know I know well it's forty four long
0: Colt not Magnum but um, oh yeah I see what you're saying it's the circuit but, judge right yeah 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 I've seen that I've seen that. See, those are the kind of things I just look at that and it's like, oh, yeah, I need one of those. I, I, lo- I, I love that. I don't know why. Like, I have zero need for it. I have less than no need for it. But I do love the way that looks.
1: But, but for something that's just there as a novelty, it's um, it's actually expensive for what it is.
0: Yeah, no, it's super expensive, which is why I don't have one. Like, no, there's no used market for those. It's no. not a thing anybody needs. It's not a thing anybody has. It's not... A thing anybody wants, really, except me. Uh, but I love it. I love the revolver carbine thing. It is, it, they are so freaking cool, especially, like, if you got them, like, s- you know, nickel out or stainless out, and it's got, like, a big 14-inch barrel on it and a big comb in the back and a, you know, a, a shoot- Like, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. No freaking use for it. Never going to have one. Um. <laughs> I think Taurus makes one that's that's like a it's like a lever action version of that, and it it's super freaking cool. Um, I I I do I love them. No idea what I'd ever do with one or why I would have one, but it's cool. It's cool. My brother'd steal it if I got one anyway. Is that a big gun? This looks like 44 mag. I'll just take that home. You can't shoot it anyway. You know. I mean, he, he just, <clears throat> he's he's like that. <laughs> I'd be packing hey, up hey. to go home, and it would just wind up in his car. Hey, you,
1: anything you can throw a red dot in, you can shoot accurately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, this has been excellent. Uh, we uh, we didn't mean to roll on so long on the uh, the political talk on the front end of this. Uh it just kind of happened. Uh, but we hope we made up for a little bit on the tail end here. And, uh, Jake, you got anything else? I do not. Right on. Well, we will see you guys next time. And thanks for hanging out with us on the show. By the way, Oregon, sorry about all the political <laughs> stuff. Keep listening to the show. Like half our listenership is in Oregon for some reason. No idea what's going on up there, but we love you guys. Go, Oregon. <laughs> On behalf of Jake Bonner and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.